Complaints, complaints, I'm fielding your complaints. Your daily Lex. What if every single word of this show were sung? Then you would have even more to complain about. Okay, I'm done, I promise. Um, <clears throat> two complaints I've been hearing. One, Lex, you're not telling us enough about this Your Daily Lex shirt. I want to buy it, but you've mentioned the URL only like 10 times, and I want to know it like 50 times. Well, here it is. Replay this part again and again. Teespring.com slash LexFry. That's T-E-E spring.com slash L-E-X-F-R-I. Get a shirt. It's cheap. It's cheaper than every other podcast shirt I've seen. Not in quality, but in price. So go get it. It says your daily Lex on the front, and it says Lex on the back, and you're going to love it. You're going to look great. You're going to feel great. And I'm going to feel great. We've sold enough to print, so don't worry about that. Don't shame by it. Don't guilt by it. Just buy it because it's awesome. The other complaint came from one B. Perezit, I think is her name, on Twitter or maybe Facebook. Uh, she happens to be my sister and I mispronounced her name on purpose, but she complained that she sometimes hears notification sounds from my computer uh, while listening to this podcast. And she thinks it might be her computer making sounds. She's like, what's notifying me? What? Huh? And she said, that never happens when I listen to Serial. First of all, has she listened to every episode of Serial? Because it probably happened. Second of all, if Serial had to have the volume of output that I do, uh, it would happen all the time. You can't always mute every notification sound. I'm sorry. And I've muted my computer for this recording today, but my watch, that's right, my Apple Watch could totally make a noise. The fun thing about the Apple Watch is how I feel like I know maybe 65 to 70% what I'm doing, but there's a whole lot that's like, I have no idea what happens now, um, when I'm supposed to touch the screen versus the crown, especially when I'm using the weird, ugly animated emoji. I just have no clue what's happening. Uh, so that's fun. Um, but I do like the watch. I'm glad I have it. Um, it's, it's beautiful. Um, I, uh, I think it's just the tip of the iceberg in terms of what the Apple watch can do. But if you were on the fence, I like it. Not everybody likes it, but who cares about everybody? You care about me. That's why you're listening to the show. I like it. Uh, we had another training session for Cody, Cody the dog today, because we have the invisible fence outside for the past 10 days or so. We've been going outside for training sessions. But all we do on those training sessions, you know, we have him on the leash, he goes close, he's really getting a very small correction, again, they call it a correction, I call it a shock, a very, very small one, he can stay in it for, you know, 10 minutes if he feels like it, because it's not that noticeable, it's like static electricity, uh, so he could learn where the perimeter was, he got it, he, he learned it, so today was lesson two, <laughs> lesson two is largely taught by Tesla, by which I mean they juice up the electricity a bit. Or not the electricity, but rather the impact of the correction, shall we say. Uh, now Cody stays really, really far away from the <laughs> invisible fence line. By which I mean he got the correction a couple of times and he said, you know what, I would rather not get that correction ever again. Which of course is exactly what they're going for. They also gave us an inside the house unit. Um, so we've got a kitchen. I know it's unusual, but yes, believe it or not, the Friedman family home has a kitchen. I'm as surprised as you are. There are two entrances to the kitchen. Because Cody spends most of his day in the kitchen, the entrances are each gated. You know, uh, there's little, you know, temporary gates put up there to block him from escaping the kitchen. Liam is the smallest of all the Friedmans in this house. He's able to step over the gates, but not gracefully. Um... So we thought, why don't we use one of this, these indoor units to block one of the two entrances of the kitchen? Uh, so Cody's been learning about that today, too. And 
It's a little small unit shaped like a fire uh, smoke alarm. And uh, I tucked it into a corner of the playroom because it has like a six foot radius, a configurable radius, but mine's six feet. And so if he goes towards that entrance, it says, hey, you don't want to do that. And he's like, you are right. I do not want to do that. Um, so he's staying in. Uh, but now the question is, what do I do with the other entrance? I'm happy to leave the other gate up, but it's the higher gate. The gate that we do have is a little bit too tall. I'm sorry, it's a little bit too wide, uh, the other gate, that would be lower. If I were to replace the high gate with the other gate, it would be lower, but it's too wide. So I can't quite do it unless the gate goes way into the dining room. Plus, I would be doing that so it's easier access to take the dog in and outside. Because right now, if you were to walk him through the inside invisible fence barrier, uh, he would get a shock while you took him out there. And that doesn't seem fair or appropriate. Um, so you want to have easy access to the uh, front door of the house. But... I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm thinking out loud and I still don't know the answer. My guess is we have to get a smaller gate to put in the dining room entrance so it's a little bit easier to walk the dog out. But who knows? Who knows what we'll do? Somebody, but not us. Uh, anyway, Cody gives uh, the invisible fence two enthusiastic yelps up. <laughs> it's fine. He's fine. He's going to be fine. He has post-traumatic. He doesn't have post-traumatic. He's fine. Don't worry about Cody. But do worry about you and your lack of a year daily lecture. Fix it. Because remember, the front of the shirt at teespring.com slash LexFry says your daily Lex, and the back of the shirt says Lex. Lex.